This podcast is designed for you to discover more about who you are, to challenge your old adopted beliefs, and to expand your awareness of what's really possible. I'm Adam Esco, and this is The Unspoken Agreements. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Unspoken Agreements podcast. This is your host, Adam Esco. I always like to say, start off by saying thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I know there's so much good content out there in the podcast world. So I just want to acknowledge you for being here and say, say welcome. Thanks for being here today. Uh, for those of you who don't know me or you're new to the podcast, uh, I will share a little bit about myself. I help professionals who feel trapped in their work. Uh, these are people that have kind of gone through a lot of training, a lot of education, have gotten to a, a point in their career where they should have, quote unquote, had it. They, it should be all figured out. Like this is what was promised at the end of the tunnels. Like, oh, I'm supposed to be, you know, have the money I want. I'm supposed to like be the inspiration that I want. I want to be appreciated in my work. And yet I don't really, I'm not really sensing that. Um, they end up feeling just kind of like something's missing. It's completely unfulfilled. And yet they have these other roles and responsibilities like as a parent and as a spouse. And the, the problem is that the work component takes up so much time and energy in our life that it just spills over and affects the relationships that we do care about. We're at the point where uh, people just say like, I, I kind of even don't know what the point of this is. Like, why am I doing this? Why am I working so hard? And, and yet, not really fulfilled um, or feeling burnout or feeling stressed and it just carries over and the cycle continues. So these people come to me because they want something different. They want to change. They want to find work that's really fulfilling to them. That's really important. And what we do is we explore that and I help find that for them and I help get them a really, really strong mindset so that they become confident and get the belief so that they could do work that's fulfilling to them. And sometimes that's just re-finding out what that is. Sometimes that's starting another business or, or figuring out an exit strategy in order to accomplish that because there's nothing wrong with wanting something more for yourself and wanting that kind of life that you could have and you, you should have permission to, to find that for yourself. So if that speaks to you, check me out at www.adamesco.com. I definitely want to give a shout out to Truth Work Media who produced this podcast and they've been so amazing to work with. Uh, I can't say this enough. If you're someone that is interested in getting in podcasting or maybe you have a podcast and you want someone to hold your hand or give you strategies or give you tips, you could be a single person, you could be a small business, you could be a big business. It doesn't really matter. If you want someone that knows their stuff and that's just really caring, uh, I can't recommend them enough. Truth Work Media, Michael there has um, been a great help for me and is someone that I just love to work with. So shout out to them. Uh, so this is a great episode and um, it's something that I've done a lot of work around. I'm still continuing to practice and it's something that I've seen as a common thread with a lot of people that actually holds them back from getting what they want and that's asking for what it is they want or asking for what it is they need. Why does that hold us back? What are the reasons and how do we shift so we could become more confident, more competent, so we could ask for the things that we want and not have any guilt, shame or whatever behind it and actually show up in a different way. So hope you enjoy the episode. Looking forward to hearing from you. This may be one of the most important episodes that 
I've done at this point. And it's such an important question that I see affecting more and more people. It's why is it so difficult for me to ask for what I want, to ask for what I need? Asking for what you want and need is one of the most vulnerable things a person can do. It's so funny because other people have absolutely zero problem or attachment to asking for their want. They'll be like, hey, can I get this? Can I get that? No problem. And that's a real gift if you're someone that's listening to that that has that because for most people, it's very vulnerable. And what I've realized is there's three main reasons why this is so difficult. And I'm curious to know if you're listening to this, if you're going to recognize these reasons within yourself. At the core level, we fear the reaction. And one of the reasons that we're fearing the reaction is we're fearing the actual rejection itself. So that if we ask for what we want, we're, and someone says no, that means they're saying no to you. And that means something about you. And I'm just thinking about how much this shows up in relationships. As a man, as a woman, you're trying to initiate sex. You're, you have some trepidation around it. It feels vulnerable. It feels scary. What's my partner going to say? It doesn't even matter how long you've been with your partner. You could be newly dating. You could be married for many, many years. And then you put the ask out there and the person says, no, or I'm too tired or can't we do it tomorrow? And you feel like shit. You feel totally rejected. You feel unworthy. You feel you don't, you're not good enough. You feel you're not good looking enough. You're not desirable enough. You're not worthy of the love in that moment. Rejection. Very vulnerable. Very scary. A second reason that it's so difficult for so many people to ask for what they want and they need is because you may not get the answer that you really want. You may hear no, and that is infuriating. It's so frustrating. You don't feel like you have a choice. So you think, I better not ask at all because I'll just go do it because not having the freedom to do what it is that you want to do can be extremely painful firsthand. I felt like this when I was an employee. I was like, hey, if I ask for something I really want, let's just say it's an instrument, a dental chair. I'm just trying to think about the things that came up. There were a lot of things, right? uh, A new staff member, a way of doing things differently in the office. And the answer was no. I honestly was no different than a child. I was infuriated. I was extremely frustrated. There would be a ton of emotions around it. I didn't want, I still don't want, I don't want to be told what to do or what not to do. I have such an incredibly high value on free choice. It's very difficult to put an ask out there 
when you really want something, if you're kind of attached to the thing that you want, it's going to change your life in some way. It's something that you're excited about. And then be told, no, you can't do it. Just the feeling like you don't have a choice. The last reason that it's difficult for so many people to ask for what they want and what they need is because you just don't know how the other person is going to react when you ask for it, right? You actually, you ask for something. Maybe you're asking for a favor. Maybe you're asking for money. It could be anything. And you just don't know how they're going to react. Are they going to judge you? Are they going to be pissed at you? Will they not want to talk to you anymore? Will that change your relationship? What's that going to feel like? There is an incredible amount. What I found is there is an incredible amount of anxiety that comes with this reason alone, this unknown outcome. If you put the ask out there, you're actually asking for something from someone and you don't know how they're going to react. You just have no idea. That's what causes a lot of the worry and the anxiety. That's when, if you're listening to this and that's you, you'll have 10 to 20 extra tabs open in your mind because you're trying to predict all of the different ways this other person can react to what it is that you're saying. And it's overwhelming and it's extremely draining and it's all this big mental dance and it's all fabricated in your mind. So how do you shift from the fear of the reaction, whether it be rejection meaning about something about you, whether it be rejection in that you don't get what you want, or whether it be not knowing how this other person that you're asking is going to react to you? How do you shift from that? How do you start building up the courage to get what it is that you want? to ask for what you want, really, just the ask itself. Well, I'm going to give you three quick shifts to keep in mind so you can remember. So the next time you go to ask what you want, you'll be able to leverage these shifts. The first has to do with the rejection piece, right? You're afraid to ask for what it is that you want or need because you're afraid of being rejected, First, we have to remember that rejection, if someone says no, it has nothing to do about us. It has nothing to do about you. And you're like, yeah, well, it sure hell feels like it has something to do about you. It has nothing to do about you. I'll just give you an example. If someone, let's just go back to that example. You initiate, you're afraid to initiate sex, but you finally get the courage to do it. And the person says no. Well, maybe they didn't feel like it. Maybe they were tired. Maybe they felt self-conscious about their body. You know, it could be a whole, maybe they feel sick. It doesn't have to do anything about you. It doesn't mean anything about you. The second shift is having to do with the not getting the, the fear of not getting the answer that you want. Like you don't want to put the ask out there because if they say no, that means you don't get to do what it is that you want to do or you don't get the thing that you that you need. 
And this is going to be a hard pill to swallow. And the truth is, you always have a choice. You always have a choice. You have a choice not to ask in the first place. We already talked about that. You could go around it and just not ask. And a lot of times that's the easy route. You always have a choice. Now, if you're a kid, you don't really have a choice, right? You're, you might not have the, the ability or capacity or, or power to do that. In work, you do. This is the tough truth. I didn't realize this. You know, I, and this is when you, if you really want to take yourself and your development and your power to another level, this one is the most important of the all. It's you are choosing to agree or be at a place when the answer is no. For instance, I'm just going to go back to the work example. I was choosing to stay in my periodontal practice with my father when things felt very uncomfortable, when the answer was no sometimes. That was my choice. And the if I could have figured out earlier on to own up to that, like, hey, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to not get everything that I want and I'm still choosing to be here despite the fact that I might not get all the things that I want, which is life, by the way, for a lot of people, then I probably could have accepted that so much more early on and saved myself a whole host of emotional pain because what's, what's the alternative, right? You don't, get what you want, you ask for it, you don't get what you want, and you feel incredibly helpless and totally disempowered. And that's what leads to things like depression and poor physical health and poor mental health. It's that feeling of helplessness, like you don't have a choice, like you don't have the freedom. But it's a myth. I could have left at any time. I just didn't feel like I could. I was too afraid to leave. I didn't think anything out there was better for me. And I didn't take personal responsibility. The, but you always have a choice. And you always have the choice to take responsibility for being there and accept it or make the choice to leave. At least in a scenario like that. The third shift is having to do with the third scenario we talked about, the third fear, which is, hey, I'm a freaking afraid to ask for what I want because I have no idea how this person is going to react, if they're going to judge me, if they're going to be upset with me, if they're not going to want to talk to me, if this is going to change our relationship, if they're going to think less of me. Like all this is going on on a subconscious level. So this is a very tangible thing that you could do in those situations is just pre-plan your ask. Pre-plan it. What is it that you can set as an intention to yourself that feels right for you? And so that you don't have to get there and stumble along the way, just maybe write it out, right? Jot down some notes. What is it? You close your eyes, you get, you get quiet, you get still and say, all right, what, what is it that feels right for me? What is the way that I could ask this that is in service to me and is in service to this other person? Oftentimes we don't do it because we think we're receiving something and the other person is losing something. They may not feel that way. We might just be projecting our fears of how we would feel in that situation, but they might totally not feel that way at all. Let's say you're asking for a favor, asking for money from someone. You may be projecting your fear that, hey, if this happened to me, I might be pissed or I might be feeling a certain way. 
this other person might love to give. You don't even know that. They may want to help you out. So how is it that you can pre-plan your ask? Maybe you do it in a way that doesn't surprise them. Hey, I want to ask you something when you have time so that you're not blindsiding them. Maybe that's a, a fear of yours that you you ask it in a way that they don't feel prepared and then they feel obligated to say yes to you, right? That might be something that might feel uncomfortable to you. So how can you come up a, with a way that to ask that feels right for you and your value system? So those are the three shifts. There are three quick hits that you could take to your life in order for you to get more comfortable asking for what you want and, your, and what you need. And when you start to do that and let go of what rejection means about you, let go of the thought that you are trapped and you don't have a choice, and then you could ask for things that you need and be unattached to the answer to it, you're going to get so incredibly empowered and confident. And then you'll also realize how crazy it is that and I mean this in a positive way, crazy awesome, is it, it is that you could ask for something and someone could just say yes. I mean, yeah, they may say no, but if, when they say yes, you're like, wow, that was so easy. What was I so worked up about? Give it a shot. Ask for what you want. Ask for what you need. Send in love. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please visit me at www.adamesco.com. 